0: Uh, 757 oh, Get ready for the big show August 6th The Roots Street Festival Show And tonight we have In the review by Mr. KP of course <laughs> The big man when you talk about festival uh, He's the guy That really does Festival at it's best Oh goodness lord I, I, I just miss those festivals And I'm sure you do as well uh, it's a real cultural experience. Um, something that far uh, more than just music is people coming together, people really changing and exchanging mm-hmm. the great things of uh, the music, the real music. <laughs> so um, stay tuned. Oh, we're going to hit you with some more of the music right here, on Irish Radio, Cabin Radio Show.
1: Oh, wow.
0: There. I am I am just fantastic. How
2: are you? <laughs> I can't
3: complain. Nice weather out here in Virginia. Uh, nice cool weather. Uh, are we live? Are we live? Uh,
2: yes, we are live.
3: great. Yeah. What's up, everybody out there? If you're here, and thanks for tuning in. But uh, yeah, I'm doing good, Doc. I'm out here sitting in the backyard right now, just chilling. I'm not doing too much.
0: Oh, not doing too much.
1: <laughs>
0: well. <laughs> um, i I understand um what's going on there, you know I was just kind of replaying my- one of my beautiful songs imagine you know just imagine all of the great things i I'm just thinking about how a reggae festival really um bring things together, bring us together, um, take away all the formality and all the things that separate us, you know, it it is just a beautiful rendition of life, I would say, Um, the ideal, the ideal of life, so... We're talking about August 6th, the Big Root Street Festival. Tell us a little bit more about that.
3: Yeah, on August 6th, down at uh, Marker 20 in downtown Hampton, we got two bands playing. We got Lions Bridge, which is a fairly new band, 10 piece band, um, taking a stage first. Or the deck, they're playing outside on the deck. It's a little it's a little uh, town called Downtown Hampton. But we're playing outside. I mean, it can fit people on the street. So, like, it's a little bit bigger than in your normal, like, you know, venue as far as, like, a bar. So, it's, you know, it's got some flexibility. People can hang out and have a little space. But uh, also, you got the reunion of uh, Session Rockers, uh, the lineup that has them i played in seven years with my good friend, Big Vincent James, on vocals. Um, he has a few illnesses in the past, but he's, you know, he's getting better, so he's going to take the stage uh, and do a reunion show for one night only. Um, so we're all looking forward to that as well. So it's going to be a great great event, Also for a great cause. We're donating the money to uh, Crescent School in Jamaica. And I think Catherine will
1: explore
0: doing (laughs) that. You know, that one I'm so excited about. You know, just absolutely excited about hearing that. Um, And I can tell the folks a little bit about Crescent because it's my alma mater uh been here, been there how many thousand years
1: ago? <laughs>
0: and all the wonderful things um that you can think about. What we call uh, for those of you who don't know, we have primary school and that was a primary school. Um I think that would be middle school here somewhat. Um yeah. I think so, I think so. So Um, Some of the things and why K.P. has definitely teamed up with us to help us um, or help the school or help me help the school is that I went to this school. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you how many years ago. (laughs) Don't laugh, (laughs) K.P. And... um, Some of the benches, well, not some, the benches that we are or they are, those kids are sitting in now are the same benches that I sat on those many decades ago. And I'm thinking many decades, not a a few, many decades. And when you look at those benches, they're rotted, you know, all kind of... uh, wooded insect, just make a meal of it. And with COVID, um, you know, for having two or three children sitting in one kind of a bench, it's a little long bench with a top on top of it. Um, the COVID thing, you're not going to get much separation at all from that. So what they were doing at the school, trying to cut up these benches, these benches and make one. So they use salvage some of the wood. And, you know, if you have that kind of a, uh, if you your woodwork and you, you have the kind of a dimensional of these benches and you try to cut them in two, you're going to really lap side somewhat and not getting the same, um, I, I'm not sure how to say it, the same kind of symmetry across so you have a nice balanced seat. So what we're trying to do is to offer our assistance to the school um, in order to get one bench. So the initiative is one bench, one child. Give them some kind of privacy, gets gets them kind of ownership. and, and, And I really applaud you, KP, for coming forward. I didn't even ask. And you came forward to make such a gift, Um, even just the idea is a gift, um, surmounted a gift in itself, and on behalf of those children at Crescent. um, Last week, when we did our first preview show, we happened to have had the the principal on, and he brought back words, uh, what he heard from the show and listened to the show back to the school. This Sunday we had the vice principal and and it was just uh, just hooked <laughs> to hear how happy they were about this initiative and all the initiative that we are doing so thank you thank you thank you all of those folks in 757 i want to thank you guys so much those of you who are going to be participating in this festival i want to Big you up. um, And and you, this is not the first time you have been um, contributing to um, the welfare of children in Jamaica. And we thank you for your continued support. So, big up yourself, Rootsman. Thank you so much. I appreciate that.
3: It's my my pleasure. And, like, um, you know, it's a group effort. So, it's like, you know, you got two bands, the guys out there working all night, putting on the show and, like, you know, donating their time and effort. So, it's not big up those guys as well because it takes a team you know to to uh, get this yeah. going so everybody you know agreed to play their part and also um you know being jamaican independence day which is friday i believe um so like it's i thought it was a fitting six. thing yeah, yeah friday yeah. six i thought it was a fitting thing um you know to do in the honor of the um, of the country and also the music where you know all came from we pay respect to the music we you know out there playing it so you can't forget the roots of the um, reggae music and we're playing the roots too. So like, you know, reggae's changed a lot, obviously over the, you know, over time, but um, we still try and stick to the traditional style. And, you know, we like the other style as well, cause it reached new people. So, you know, it's evolved into different things, but we just hopefully, you know, the, the way it evolves, hopefully, you know, you don't forget where it come from. That's what we're trying to do just pay, pay tribute to mm-hmm. you know, where it come from mm-hmm. and just do something, you know, like, You know, people need help all over the world, like I said, but, you know, we're doing the reggae, so it's, you know, it's Jamaica's turn on Independence Day to um, get back some love. So we've got some other things, you know, we work on here in Hampton, like locally through uh, soccer organizations, and stuff like that. So we just want to just pay respect, like I said, have a good time and just put some awareness, help some kids out and, you know. Have a good time doing it.
0: Oh, beautiful! T-t-t- talk to me because one of the things that when I talk to folks about the Hampton Festival that you, the, the Roots Reggae Man, I'm put together, all of this, this successful community of of people who gather to hear reggae music. Talk to me a little bit. You, you just mentioned that you look at the 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 base, the foundation of the music. Why is that so important? Because a lot of folks doing festival always kind of try to get the now and now um, new brand artists, but you always go for the roots of the music. What so captivates you that you come to the
3: root of the music? Well, me personally, that's what I like. That's what I enjoy and that's the music I collect and the music I love the music that reaches out to me, like, and touches me. Plus, um, you know, a lot of the reggae artists from those eras, like, I just don't think they got the credit, you know, they deserve. And not only here, but even in their own country, that's no disrespect. So, like, uh, I just want to show those guys love and, you know, make sure they're noticed. And and, uh, just, you can't, I mean, some of these guys are getting older, too, so I want to get, you know, like, the shows in the past that I've had, you know, try and get these guys on stage, because, like, you know you got newer artists that deserve you know their credit deserve, you know what their their artwork to be heard as well but some of these guys you got to catch them now or you know forever hold your peace they might not not be able to get them again so like basically i just want to just bring these guys into light they're the originators they deserve credit just as much as anybody else so that's just kind of my mission and um You know, that's about it, basically.
0: Well, I I really, really adore and and love that, if I may use that word, um, that idea. Of course, if you're a certain age, you would, like myself, you would really love those kind of music, too, or love those kind of artists, because those are the artists you grew up with. Um, These younger artists, um, some of us of a certain age can't necessarily connect well with the lingo and the way they do things. Yeah. Um, but for me, really, um, the Roots the roots people, I mean, the, the Roots music, it has a different kind of, there's something about it. And you talked last, last time on the show about how they made the music. Tell, tell us a little bit more about that again, because that was really interesting.
3: Well, you know, like, I think a lot of the music in the 70s, even not just reg- reggae, it's, like, more, like, family-orientated, like, kind of people, like, hang out spend time together, and, you know, like, struggle together, like, I mean, people are struggling now, and, and, but, you know, like, everybody is, like, on their own time, and doing their own thing, they get together, and try and play some music for an hour or two, but back then, you know, that's people, like, were trying to, like, especially in Jamaica, were trying to, like, improve their their situation, and, like, music was, like, one of the only hopes, so they spent... Invested a lot of time and energy creating music, and um, you know, that's why I think it's so great just because so much heart was put into it. You know, it's like they mm-hmm. just wanted the artist to be heard, the message in the music, the struggle, and, you know, love, the love in it, everything like love stories, not just you know, struggles, it's just life, you know, the good and the bad, reflected in the music back then. Today, um, more ah. to me personally, you know, it's changed a lot. There's a lot of like there's less emphasis in, like, a group that's more based on, like, sometimes individuals, you know, like, which is not. It's fine, because, like, you gotta adapt. It's hard, to, it's really hard, tough to have a, a big band or a full band, because everybody's doing their own thing and working and just trying to survive, so that's Understand that, but just different uh conditions back then, uh, that created like really great music, like 70s music in general, not just reggae. It's like the music mm-hmm. that lasts forever, in my opinion.
0: Oh, I, 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 I certainly concur with you, absolutely. Um, the great, I mean, you know. For folks in my age, we call some of these music the really modern music, um, bubblegum music. They're nice and, you put a bubblegum in your mouth, it's nice and sweet and minty, but it's yeah. it for 10 minutes. And the flavor <laughs> is gone. <laughs>
1: exactly. So You have
0: to, you know, you just throw it out. So all of that nice juice, I you go at it, chew it, chew it, because it's really nice and sweet, so you just go at it and chew it. and But the life of that gum is gone in no time, and you have to go back in for to replace it. But um, to agree with you, when we talk about the foundation music, it's a lot of heart and the soul. It is a different kind of brother and a sisterhood because those folks would sit together, harmonize together, eat together, sleep together. They were, for the most part, plain and straight, very poor people who just want their voices to be heard. And what they were singing about is what they were living. And not that, say, people are not singing what they're living now, but the whole music was made differently. Um, The vibration that the band would be in the studio and a man starts to hit a beat and then come up with a line. And the line starts to sound sweet. And the drum and the bass tap in and just start to move with it. And the whole creativeness, that's where it is. So it's spontaneous. You know, It it it, it is just alive because everything is just being born the music is born. The voice is born, um, or the lyric is born. Uh, the tempo and all of those things that goes to make up the, the, the final product. It has been born at the same time. Uh, I yes. think nowadays somebody go into a studio and create a, create a beat, send it to somebody else across the world. They sit down and put a song to it, um, listen, put a song to it and then they take it and master and mix it and all of that kind of thing in different parts of the world. Um, you don't know the musician, you don't have a connection with the music exactly. itself. Uh, yeah. So, you can you imagine being in a studio and the, uh, a, 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 a hook comes up and sometimes maybe they start playing from a hook and they the things start to develop. It's like, you know, an embryo and you're watching it in live time, being born developed and been born and when it's all done you have this perfect thing and in music you call it a number one tune so you can imagine when that tune is a real number one tune because them tune, they kind of sound different the number one tune so mm-hmm. exactly. in the studio the band and the music said they were just a sing and a sing and a sing and can't stop don't sing <laughs> <laughs> because the thing's so sweet, you know, exactly. and
1: that is
0: more than I don't know what kind of high you would call that, but it's more than the average human being could have experienced if you really go through that, and I think that is what you're alluding to the 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 the, the The pureness of the music at that time, Um, you you know, and and this is what makes those music, even when you hear them 20, 30 years after their birth, they still sound brand new. And they're very appropriate for this time that we live in as well. So it's not like, you know, you know, you can imagine these songs being played and you appreciate them. So it, it's
3: beautiful. Exactly, yeah. This, uh, those works are like Thomas. They they're never they going to be around here forever, you know what I mean? Like some of the 50s Absolutely. and 70s. Yeah, so Absolutely. Those still still here, but, you know, yeah, it's just a different era. I mean, respect to all musicians out there doing things, you know, doing the best they can and, you know, managing what they got. I mean, it's a different time we live in. and There's still good music out, don't get me wrong, but it's just, um, you know, somebody's got to fight and keep this music alive. So, like, I guess that's, Part of my like, I guess, duty and like what I'm (laughs)
1: trying
0: for your calling. Um, Hey, we're talking to KP, the man we dub as the Roots, the Street Festival man. (laughs) Um, And not only that, I I wouldn't even say um, anything about um, that he is. Kinda Jamaican, kinda <laughs> anything. He is a fully fried Jamaican, so I'm not gonna put anything on that. This man knows the thing well. So uh, what we talk about, uh, no honorary and no no little handle before it. You know, that's what I think he is. Because if just no one understands the vibration and the beat of Jamaica, uh, we want to big you up. I know we're going to come into some of the artist music. Maybe we don't have a lot of the music that we're able to play, but I definitely want to play something by Lions Bridge. But talk about Lions Bridge because this is a fairly new band and you're very much associated with the band. So you, you can give us a real idea what this band is about and the kind of tune we will hear in a little bit. Um, but just give yes. me a history of the band.
3: Well, the band was formed like, like basically right before COVID started. Just people getting together. My son is a singer in the band. He's, uh, you know, he's been listening to reggae since he's born, just 'cause I play it twenty-four-seven. So, um, you know, basically people got together. We got also, like, a veteran in the band. He's a strong guy. He played in, like, Virginia's first reggae band. He's our drummer. Also, we got some other younger guys, horn players in the band, my son's friends. So basically, you know, I guess my love, you know, for the music kind of, like, transferred to my son. And so he wanted to start, you know, his own band. And plus my friends, Biggs, and, you know, other guys that I like, I'm around a lot. Also love the same same type of music, so we just formed this band, just kind of hung out and had fun, kind of like I Started playing some music, and just took it from there, and you know it just grew and got tighter and tighter. And I mean, they're obviously still they're still kind of new, they're still learning. It's a process, so you know you're still learning for the rest of your life and anything you do. So they're getting better and better. Jiving on uh, my son, singing's gotten better. You know he's learning, so getting better and better along with the band every time they play, so I'm proud of them. Um, they're playing at the uh, oh, Raleigh, One, Raleigh One Love Fest September 18th with like Julian Marley and some other shows. Uh, obviously, wow. we got the show on August 6th with uh, Session Rockers, so we're looking forward to that, but you know, they play 100% roots reggae
0: wow wow! I mean that that that's kind of a good connection there to um uh, know that um just started out a year ago and be able to play with some of the 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 trendsetters of the music, the models that is beautiful, Brilliant.
3: yeah, I mean it helps uh, i guess I, you know it helps maybe that I might know a few people I mean that's life you know sometimes okay helps, <laughs> helps I mean let's be real, let's be real about it, but. Those guys like deserve it though because they're like they're really good. I mean, I can't if I was gonna help somebody out and they wasn't, you know, it didn't sound decent, it wouldn't last long. You know, what I mean, you could that won't get you so far. You know what I mean? So I think obviously they sound pretty well enough to to kind of defend me trying to help them out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you.
0: I hear you. Well, we are going to. Why not? Let's take a listen. And I know, being a year, um, we don't have a a very big EP on them. But we're going to take a listen to... Um, this one is you're going to be listening for a little while on this one, so um, let's take a listen of this one. Just kind of line this up for me. This one is the Jaja Flight, and this is a live um, live stage. So just line this up for me, KP. Yeah,
3: that was a, like probably a third show in Virginia Beach. Um, Jaja Flight is an original song my son wrote. Uh, so like basically, you know, they have a, a few originals, and he has a ton of. Music. He just kind of, you know, the thing is, like, he loves making reggae so much that he likes playing those songs. Because if he, he mm-hmm. doesn't play them, where else, where else are you going to hear them? And he's playing, like, Hugh Mandel songs and songs that, you know, if you go to see, like, reggae bands that play, like, some cover songs, they usually play Night Nurse. They'll play usually the same songs. you know,
1: like, <laughs> but they're, yes.
3: they're playing, like, songs off the 45 records and stuff that people, like, even the reggae wow. people that come out... They don't even know what it is. You know what I mean? The stuff wow. that he really likes. Yeah.
1: So, wow! So, I, mean, I
3: think he'll we'll put out a lot of original music eventually. But he's just like kind of just in awe of just like of Jamaican reggae stuff. So he loves it so much that he just he he enjoys doing it that much. Well, it seems
0: like you you got a good influence on him. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <laughs> we have good influence. Normally, sometimes we try to influence our children and. Boy, it, they take their own way. You, you did a super great job. <laughs> you
3: did super he did it job. on his own. I mean, he's around a lot of positive people, including you, Doc. I mean, you came around for the last seven—I don't know—seven years or something. So, like everybody, uh-huh. like, everybody plays a part in in um, children's life. You know, even myself with my friends' children and other people. You know, like you try and be a positive role model And so it's even a smile. Hey. hey Shake my hand. You know, I don't know if you can do that now because of COVID. But you know, just little things like that, try and, like, yeah, leave a little mark yeah. mark on uh, the youth or just the young people, just to try and influence them in a good, you know, a good way.
0: Beautiful. And we're going to talk a little bit about you mentioned about the culture and how they influence. We're going to talk a little bit about your um, bringing this festival from. Um, the beach um, to the humongous park and how you think that has influenced people and also even helped the young ones, uh, just like his son, who eventually got in a band here. But we're going to play a little bit of this music here, um, well, a, a good bit of it, where we come up, we get yeah. a shot It is CRS Radio a and Radio Show And of course, the big man, the roots man The roots street reggae festival man Mr. KP. you can give us a call 661-467-2407 There we go Yeah, the second one tournament
4: is original I saw Jaja fight I wrote it last year about fighting against oppression, you know? Against Babylon.
0: Real nice set there from the one and only Lions Bridge right there out of Hampton, Virginia. So this one is going to be coming out right up your street, and they are going to be hitting that the Big Root Street Festival August 6th. Um, so
1: tell
3: me where this is gonna be, and 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 how can folks get tickets? Um, it's free actually. It's at Marker Twenty, which is like it's a restaurant uh, bar, but it has a, a nice sized deck in surrounding streets where you can you know you can come in or you can just hang out in the streets if you're worried about the virus. You still got plenty of space to like hang out, like you know, like not even in the place and still hear the music loud and clear. Um, that's downtown Hampton. Uh, Lions Bridge comes on at 10, 10 p.m. They'll go to probably 11.30. Then Session Rockers will come on at uh, midnight for one hour at least. So, yeah, come on down. It's free. Um, we're going to be donating uh, proceeds to Crescent Primary and also, uh, you know, basically just having a good time out there and just doing it for a good cause.
0: And Darn, yes, I, I'm telling you, rock and rock. And especially coming out of the pandemic, this is uh, is. Definitely refreshing and awesome uh, to be out there, especially outdoors and really enjoying some of the great music. Bring back that vibration in your soul, so to speak. Um, so it's going to be a pretty, pretty exciting, exciting night, August 6th. It also happens to be Jamaica Independence. So Jamaicans down there in Hampton, I know you're going to be just hopping out of place. Well, we're talking about. Um, festival you started uh bringing reggae roots festival in hampton tell us a little bit about that history
3: well it started in buckrow beach in hampton yeah started in like uh 2010 roughly with a couple friends uh we just kind of like did some fundraisers had some local bands everybody helped out got it off the ground it got bigger and bigger um and then we moved it to uh, downtown Hampton, Mill Point Park. So I guess we did it for eleven years. Strong. Had you know, a very successful event every year, enjoyed it very much. Um, obviously the COVID came and kinda turned things around a little bit, so just taking a break and focusing on smaller things. I'm just hanging out with this band too, enjoying and listening to the music, kinda get back to where I all started too, just going to shows and, You know, because, like obviously the festival took you know, took a lot of like effort on my part, so sometimes I couldn't enjoy it all. Even though I did Make sure I saw the headliners that I brought because that's probably the only reason I would have <laughs> even done the show. I wouldn't yes. even probably done it because I enjoyed them that much. Like I was like, it gave me something to look forward to, so it gave me, you know, motivation, inspiration, like an energy to kind of pull these things off.
0: Wow, uh, I'm telling you, and 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 I and I've been through those um, shows, and I've gone into. Um, they, the the crowds and they're massive crowds and the shows are normally two days on a stretch and I mean uh, people uh, I interview folks in the crowd and they're taking their vacation they're traveling from all part of the Virginia and neighboring state just to come they're they're scheduling their vacation around the time the festival so. This was a big deal. Uh, Tell me, when we talk about festival, of course, we're talking about listening to music and having a good time, maybe have some beer and a few drinks. But why is these kind of cultural events so important um, in the community?
3: Well, I think reggae music unites people of all races. Obviously, I'm a white man, so like – I guess it you made me, me. Yeah, I guess. Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't really like to label myself, but, I mean, I getting out in the sun, I get just dark as probably a lot of people. But still, you know, I just, I guess I'm labeled as that, but I'm just a soul, you know, basically a being really in the dust in the air one day. But, um, you know, it brings people together. Like, it's just like um, of all races and creeds, you know, just doesn't matter who you are. Reggae music ignites people. So, like, that's one of their main reasons. Um, you know, basically I started. I wanted, it's like medicine, you know. Like, if you discover a cure for, like, something, you don't want to keep it to yourself. So, I mean, I kind of discovered mm-hmm. this music. And, like, I wanted to, like, let other people experience it as well. You know, even though there is a lot of people that listen to reggae before me, but still there's still a lot of people that haven't. So I was trying to reach out to those people, especially here in Virginia, kind of like, you know, really old state. Probably hadn't been exposed to uh, you know a lot of things as far as reggae and music on that, on that type of level. So that was my mission, just kind of like bring the medicine to the people, the healing to the people, you know, through the music.
0: But you know that has to be because, as you just mentioned, here in Hampton, Virginia, we're talking about basically this is country. Um, if you, you you listen to, you get some blues, but it's basically country. I mean, how did you successfully? Um, we have what ten thousand people a day when you have these two days festival passing through. I mean, this park. How on earth did that transform to this much people getting interested in music and coming every single year? Did that surprise you at all?
3: Uh, I mean, not really. I mean, because like it's. Like I said, it's a healing thing. I mean, if you got something that heals people and unites people, it kind of just does it on its own. But I mean, of course you need people like yourself that me and you did were on the radio a lot, you need uh, you know, friends and family, people to spread the word and just, you know, you gotta people gotta be positive and just, you know, hey, you gotta come here, it's awesome, you know. You need that type of word of mouth thing and uh, people will come back if they enjoy it, you know. It's a good thing. So yeah. like Yeah Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: For me, the music is good. The music lives in my soul, and and it's just there. But when I come to the festival, I want food.
3: (laughs) I mean, that helps out, too. Yeah, it's just like music. Yeah, it's like food, the culture, you know. It's just like I love all cultures. I mean, of course, like, you know Jamaican culture Caribbean culture is like kind of like my favorite but I love you know Asian culture everything it's just like why would why wouldn't you like it it's just like you know it's fl- different flavors different experiences different people mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. you know everything you know it's like the spice of life
0: mm-hmm. I totally I <laughs> agree with you man um uh, when i come down um i it, it is so beautiful each year, you especially when they're kids, you see those kids start to grow, grow into the whole thing. You know those who you had to take around as a toddler. You watch folks taking their kids as little toddler. The next year you see them running. The next year you looking up at them. Wow, how did he grow that quickly so fast? And and next thing, for the men, they're starting to change in voices and all of that. It, it is a beautiful. Thing and and you have that connection. You have something to look forward to. As I said previously, folks kind of uh, schedule their vacation just to be around it, and the scenery there was absolutely so beautiful. And um, I missed I missed it, and I'm sure a lot of people do miss it too. And although probably this is a smaller venue, you kind of still get. I hope that folks will still get that kind of a feeling, that kind of a unity um, coming back, um, getting out in the street, not like the park, but close to it and, and feeling that vibration, especially in these times.
3: Oh, yeah, of course. It's right beside the park. I mean, you could walk down there in, like, 30 seconds where we had the reggae fest. You got the water right there, mm-hmm. so you're not, like, in a building, like, stuck in a building. You can move freely around. Yeah, it's not like a festival-like type of thing, but, you know, it is you know, it's, it is what it is, and it's what you make it, you know? Like, it's all your mindset. You want to come there and just have a great time, you, you won't have a problem doing so if you got the right frame of mind. Oh, absolutely!
0: Tell us again where this is gonna be for all of those listeners.
3: Yeah, it's at Marker Twenty. It's downtown Hampton. It's, 20, uh, it's I think it's Twelve East Queensway. It's a few places down there. You, know, you get some good seafood here and there down there, but you can walk to a couple different places. You can come, you know, come enjoy the music outside, and you just want to go to. a Flip into one of the other places right beside it connected to it you can go in there and like talk to your girlfriend or vice versa you know whatever your friend (laughs) and come back to the music you know take a break reset take a shot of rum whatever you know (laughs) so it's a good time you know it's just you got you know free movement to not just to be in a place you know like a like a music venue type of thing you can you know even at the reggae fest kind of you know you're it's a big area but Still, you left, you know, you had to go through the gate again. This is kind of like a freer movement. So it kind of has some positives to it to it as well.
0: Nice. Love it. Love it. So you heard it there, guys. It is August 6th. The venue is 21 East Queensway, Hampton, Virginia, 26339. That's 21 East Queensway, Hampton, Virginia, 26339. And that's August six and you know what? Beautiful. It is free. It is free. But not only that it's free, you're attending this I would call it this mission in itself. And you're going to be connecting with your activities, your donation to some needy student. And what a way to really collaborate. This is independent. Some beautiful, wonderful needy student in Jamaica. Proceeds are going to go um, towards. Um, we, as I said previously, we had the principal on last week, and he was absolutely impressed. He sends his thanks. The the, the children send his thanks. Uh, we just did a presentation uh, on the seventh. Um, we had a represent representative go there, and we gave out ten scholarships. And one of the ladies whose child got a scholarship, she went down in absolutely painful tears and says, These are her words, you guys don't know what you do. You don't know what you do because if if it wasn't for this situation she wouldn't know what she would do for her child. She was just coming from the hospital, had an operation and it was just weakening her to know that she would not have the means to send her child to school come September. Um, it, it it just kind of it it made my soul ball <laughs> um, to really um, understand the impact sometimes we can have on total stranger by just being not even big generous, little generous and little things especially to yeah. Jamaica, goes a long 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 way so folks this is an occasion that you'll be blessing a lot of people just by you coming out so hey bring your friends tell your friends come out and really have a good time it's 21 East Queensway Hampton Virginia 26339 26339- there is no cover charge. Just, just come out and bring your festive self um, to enjoy beautiful roots reggae music. We have Lions Gate, a brand-new band, and just get some big gig with the Marlins so you know that we just heard some of the music there. And um, we have... Uh, uh, session Rockers just coming together after seven years just for the show just for the show they have this reunion so Session Rockers big time out there just coming together um, to make sure this happened. KP the big big man Mr Root Street Reggae Festival the Jamaican man <laughs> uh, he's the host um, definitely put on the best reggae show. In other mountains, then. Um, so, you know, when you're talking about good music, good show, good vibes, you're coming to the right place. 21 East Queensway, Hampton, Virginia, 26339. I'm going to hit you up with some more music. This one is Positive Love. Are we going to come back and chat to none other than the man, Mr. AP? KP, um, call us if you are out there and you'd like to give a jab. 661 467 2407. That's 661 467 2407. It's on Radio Show, CRS Radio. It is the knowledge station. And we're talking to KP. I am Doug <laughs> I the. Microphone. Bye. Than ever. We need that one, two, or three to come and read show. It is your knowledge station. And of course, we have the Roots Man, the Roots Tree Trigger Festival Man. none other than KP right here with us this evening. Um We're previewing the big show coming up August. 6th, August 6th, Jamaica Independence Day, and this is also a beautiful occasion. Proceed from this show is going to be going to help those needed children right at Crescent School, a school that I'm very, very, very familiar with, and thanks for partnering with KP and all the wonderful people at 575 in the Hampton, Virginia. Hampton, Virginia, not the other Hampton. (laughs) Oh, where the waters are beautiful and the folks just love the regular music. And uh, I'm telling you, things are going to be nice and hot right out in the street. Not hot, but nice and musically hot right in the street. And the occasion, um, the location, 21E. Queensway, Hampton, Virginia. That is two six three three nine. That's two six three three nine. Twenty one East Queensway, Hampton, Virginia. August sixth, the Big Big Street Festival, Reggae Street Festival, hosted by none other than the Big Man himself, Mr. KP. If you'd like to chat with us, call us on six six one four six seven two four zero seven. That's six six one four six seven. Two four zero six seven and zero four seven. So excited! And just press one of your telephone keypad, and we'll get you into the conversation. Uh, Okay, P. I mean, I am just so I can taste the vibration. I can feel the vibes of the folks just coming in and just uh you know you just see the, the the vibes of the drum and the bass uh of this big band and and this is a pretty big band we're talking about Lion's Gate it's a pretty big band
1: um
0: you know it's, it's it's just sounding absolutely good to the point where they're going to be um hooking up somewhere with the Marlies pretty soon tell us a little bit more of that
3: Yeah, Lions Bridge and Session Rockers, yeah, definitely two big bands, uh, nine to ten people per band, so they got the horn section and, you know, two guitar players, so, um, yeah, basically, you know, Session Rockers with Vincent James, Big, has been around for a while, like I said, they haven't done a show in seven years with this lineup, so they're getting back together to do the show. Uh, Lionsbridge is kind of new, even though they got some older players. But you know, a lot of people of you know, like in the band, are very experienced. Like the drummer, and Biggs Biggs is the sound man. He does all the dub, dubs and like the echoes you hear in the songs and the horns and all that. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, we're all, you know, we're playing it. Like I said, we're playing at the One Love Festival in Raleigh with Julian Marley's playing there. Gus is Pablo's son. A few other guys from North Carolina, Steve Martinez. Um, you know, we're just trying to. Basically, you know, like spread the spread the word, spread the message of the music. You know, like that's about it. You know, it's not about really with Lionsbridge. It's really not just about the, us. It's about the music, about reggae music in general. Mm-hmm. Like, we're playing a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of Jamaican, uh, like I said, on forty fives. We're trying to recreate them. So it's not just about us. It's about the music. The music is by itself, and that's what we're basically trying to put in the um, in spotlight. Wow, wow.
0: Hey, you guys are doing a fantastic job, man. Um, uh, From festival to music producer, I mean, hey, how how good can that get? How better can that get um, to partnering with folks all over another part of the world and giving forward because of the vibration of the music. Uh, 661-467-2407, it is Caribbean Radio Show, and it's the knowledge station. We're here talking to KP, the Big Roots Street Reggae Festival, and this is a previous show just to kind of give you a little taste of what's to come on August 6th. That's just a couple days from now. Um, So calling all of the folks on 757 to come up and just really have some good, fun time, Um, get out, meet some folks you haven't seen for a little while. I mean, the hug thing and the close next thing is probably going to be a little bit challenging, um, you know, but you have a whole lot of big streets, um, street um, venue place in order to spread out and stretch out. So. If you are a little bit concerned, it's not like an indoor where you're going to be crammed against each other, um, but you can just kind of filter out outside and really have a good time and, and and full draw yourself, full draw yourself. August 6th at 21 East Queensway, Hampton, Virginia, 26339, welcome in Fashion Rockers, that hasn't been together for at least seven years doing the show, but they're coming together just on this special occasion and going to be reaching out to Crescent School, um, those needy kids, uh, for lunch money, for school bags, um, funds would be needed. Um, we'd need the funds and get the funds dispersed, school bags, lunch money, little shoes, um, we have the one-death, one-child, which we're really, really focusing on hope that we'll be getting uh, a couple of deaths so that the children can be more comfortable and and just hands ready for... Uh, uh, they had a tough year because let me just pause a little bit. Um, when you talk about the aspect of certain developing countries, it's not easy, and if you can measure some difficulty a country, a so-called, quote-unquote, first world country, as the United States have, and some people have some difficulty here, multiply that by 100 times, <laughs> 100 times a thousand, and you can understand. Um, for the past year, uh, with COVID and, COVID, and people are not, uh, prepared because no one could ever, the average human being, anyway, maybe scientists know what was going on or was coming down the pike. I have no idea. But the average uni- human being is handicapped by all of the things even before COVID. And especially with children not getting a chance. A lot of them do not have internet. Well, let's go back. They don't have computer, much less to have internet. They don't have tablet, much less to have internet. They don't have phones like every kid here is linked up with a phone. Their kids don't have no phone. So can you imagine um, not able to get face-to-face in a classroom, the challenges that these kids face And when you talk about young girls We don't have to go into that When you don't have the classroom To keep their attention And you don't have the classroom um, to, So they can get a little lunch sometimes And lunch is not One of those things that You know, probably at home I know when I was growing up You may have like a breakfast What we call tea And then you have dinner you don't have no breakfast, lunch, and dinner and snack and all of those things. Well, you go to another field and you may get some mango and guinea, and all of that good thing. Um, but not that, you know, lunch, breakfast, dinner and stuff. Lunch, breakfast, and breakfast is not no hay, ham, bacon, blah, blah, blah. It's some tea and a nice hunk of um, hard bread. You don't even have butter or all of those those little condiments to put on it. So um, in saying that, it is tough. It is tough. Oftentimes these kids, they don't have a big yellow bus. We're coming out with the yellow bus club too. We have their full um, belly full club. We have the kickers club. And for those who don't know what the kickers club is, shoes, they call um, shoes kickers. The young people call it their kickers. So we have the Kickers Club, and the Kickers Club, you can donate to $30, and we try to get um, a sneaker, you know, that would make them feel good and and wonderful. Maybe not, you know, the $100 and $200, Mr. Jordan and all of those good things, but something that they can feel proud of. Um, So we have the Bellyful Club. The Bellyful Club is sponsoring a child for... One month, what you'll feed a child for a month, and this is, you know, for the year, for a month, um, $25 per month per, for a child and to get them to school. Because one of the things um, with students in Jamaica, not that they sometimes can't do well or they're not able to do well, but a lot of times they don't have bus fear. And they don't have lunch money. If you do get to school where you walk, no yellow bus, so you either have to get your bus fare or your taxi fare to take you to school or you walk. Now, if you walk and you get to school <laughs> and you don't have nothing to eat, is another big problem too. So you have to really, we try to balance this out and and, and do enough. Um, are, are, are trying to get to a point where we are able to help these kids, and uh, um, by doing so, we're trying to create a generation of hope, um, and by th- th- setting up, you know, a, a country or a set of people that will that will. Be productive citizens, so that's what we're trying to do here, and we're so happy in order to have um, um, KP um, helping us. All right, we're going to go to the phone, and KP is back. Um, 215, good evening, and welcome into the show.
2: Dr. Hev. how are you? Hopton Brown here. How are you doing?
0: Oh, oh Mr. Brown, <laughs> bring up yourself, man. Um, thank you so much. For, for you folks who don't know, especially the 757 number, H&B, Mr. H. Brown um, is the go-to man. He's the man, the bearer of good news, bringing scholarship to the church and all of that. Um, we have HBKP um, on the line. Um, Sarah, reach across and do a virtual handshake for
2: us.
3: Greetings, Mr. Brown. Good to hear your voice.
2: Good evening, good evening. I uh here uh, I was hearing about your uh your, your festival. How how long has the uh, have you been doing the festival,
3: if I may ask? Well um we did it for eleven years, uh, you know, obviously the COVID kinda of put it on pause. So like right now I'm just kinda of doing like small little events, just kinda of resetting and, you know, getting prepared hopefully for uh for next year. But you know, it was a lot of a lot of stress, it was just like anything, you know in life, you know, so it was the break was kind of needed, but I, I hated to be under those circumstances. But I'm kind of just getting back to what I how I started just doing small things and just kind of enjoying just seeing kind of like you know just the ground level work instead of like putting on something so big where you, sometimes you can't even you know enjoy it.
2: So oh, I, I take
3: <laughs> it you're you're a musician then. Are you a musician? No, no, I'm actually. Uh, my son has a band with uh, 10 other guys, okay. and I just basically, I'm just a listener, you know, I'm just kind of like, you know, <laughs> I just enjoy the music, you know what I mean? Oh,
2: you enjoy me, you're just like me. I mean, I, uh, I, I i love music the same, I don't uh, don't play any instruments, but I, I, I got the ear for music. That's, that's the only thing, mm-hmm. God didn't bless me with a voice, he blessed me with an ear. Yeah, <laughs> <And they're> sometimes <laughs> the
3: musicians need the musicians. Sometimes need to like they need guys like us with the ears. Cause sometimes they don't have the ears; they just got the talent. And like the and sometimes you know the listening is just as important, to my opinion. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. But uh, um,
2: I know I I appreciate uh, the gesture, and I, I know the children in 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 Jamaica appreciate it because uh, I, I mean I do what I can. But when we've got other folks that are uh, uh, see the need and understand what we got to do. I mean, you know, it, it's, we can't, we, we can't uh, save them all, but the, whoever we can save, at least it's, it doesn't hurt trying, you know. For sure.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ezra, you know, a dear friend of mine. So like, I just wanted to reach out to her and do what we could. You know, the the event was on uh, Independence Day and, you know, J- Jamaican music, reggae music has done a lot for me, like so much made me kind of who i am and a lot of people that i know so i you know i'm very grateful and have a lot of gratitude and sincerity towards um towards the culture and music so i just figure i could at least do something you know like we're all have tendencies to be selfish so sometimes i try and pull yourself out so you know you got to help somebody you know you got to do something for somebody you know so like i'm trying to just trying to like break you know break that mold and help people when i can
2: yeah yeah that's that's a good thing and uh one thing that I did hear you say, and a lot of people don't say it but uh you actually mentioned the message the message in the music you know, and uh some people just listen to the beat and everything, but there's a message you know and if you listen if you if you listen closely you i mean you'll 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 get that message you know so that's a good thing that you were able to pick up on that so that's that's good
3: that's a great thing, good yeah. thing for sure like i told godder you know like all those songs that like i'm a collector of reggae music like i especially look for like songs that maybe nobody's heard like a rare song cuz like it's almost like a lost part of like almost like a bible to me it's like a message somebody's message that can help somebody or help me or you know it's something that was important to somebody at one point and you know you can connect with it and it give you some, you can feed off that energy and strength you know like so it's i search for those certain like songs, because like lost artifacts to me, really, you know. Yeah, okay. good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. I like this.
0: <laughs> I tell you, with 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 Casey, I mean anything you want. Um, he has a archive of what you don't ever knew existed out there. Posters, <laughs> wow. everything. I mean, <laughs> he should have a building eventually. That is Jamaican. Reggae music, or music artifacts museum, because just about it all, he's got it. He's got it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it reminds me yeah. of a gentleman uh, out in New York. I mean, not New York, in California. I don't know if you know, uh, if you've ever heard of Roger Steffens. Yeah, I know Roger. Stephens. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah.
1: He's the same
2: yeah, right I I yeah, I met I met Roger when he back in the days when he was working with Island Records. Because um, uh, I mean, I was at the uh, the radio station in in Philly. So Roger has a, I mean, he he has a huge when I say huge collection. His collection is, I and mean, wow, I'm just saying, uh, I think right yeah. now he goes around and he does seminars on on reggae music. He he knows oh, the entire oh, wow. Bob Marley history. Yeah, no, he knows Bob Marley history. Yeah. He, uh, he, he 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 even has Bob Marley's first song, Roger, because uh, wow. he used to do a little podcast back in the days, but it was on cassettes, uh, and we oh, used yeah. to air it at the uh, station. Um, and he uh, on one of those cassettes, he had Bob Marley's first record. So you you do have oh, wow. some folks
3: out there that are really Yeah, Roger is passionate. Yeah, yeah. an amazing guy. Yeah, he sent me a cassette tape a couple times in the mail. Yeah, he's an awesome guy. Like, he's Definitely a well-respected historian, especially like Bob Marley and, the, you know, the money whaler and Tosh and all those guys. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, he does. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so, so, so,
2: okay. so, I mean, we've got – We've got a big history, history thing going on here, Doctor. <laughs> Didn't mean to swing it that way, <laughs> <Absolutely>. but, I uh, mean, <laughs>
0: you know. Well, it's just up KP's, it's pay, KP's highway. I wouldn't even say same track of his highway. <laughs> um, yeah. i yeah, will do some music and some stuff with you. Talk to us so, about so you, just came it, from you just came from to Jamaica. You yeah, just, yeah, just came
2: from Jamaica. Yeah, I just came from Jamaica, and I said, I, you, you were saying I just came from Jamaica? No I uh, yeah I
0: was asking you to tell us of your experience getting down to Jamaica since we're talking about giving forward to Crescent and of which um KP is a part of and this whole show um coming on August 6th is a part of give us an idea of what your experience there um you went down to deliver some great news to the the kids give us an experience what went on and what you yeah, had no, to do Yeah
2: no share no no I uh i actually went i went down with uh, the ten scholarships uh that we, we that we we had uh, actually uh and uh, six of those scholarships were achievement scholarships and then there was the four uh scholarships um that i donated uh that were head start assistance scholarships which was for like those uh kids that were in the uh grades one two and three you know um but um it was it was a very warm welcome. I mean um uh the parents I mean I mean school is out uh, but the parents did show up uh and and the the the, uh, the the children they showed up and they did show up in their uniform and um we had a uh had a great time. I, I got an opportunity to um to tour the school with the principal um, and the principal has been there maybe about four or five months now. Good guy, uh, um, Francis, and he showed me some of the uh, initiatives that they had going on. But the 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 presentation that we had it was it was good. Uh, it was good to 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 see. It, it's it's one thing when you when when you're given something, but it's another thing when you see the appreciation. Uh, from the, mm-hmm. the the recipients, you know. I mean, um, I, and I'm telling you, uh, it's you know, it's, it says uh, something like uh, speaks a thousand words. You know, I mean, it was that type of uh, feeling. You know, it was just, it was just, it was just a great feeling, a great overall feeling. You know, and I, doctor, I'm sorry you weren't there well like i said <laughs> i i I can, I can i can i can tell you that those children really appreciated um the the scholarships that they received and trust me uh especially for those young children the ones uh, that we we provided the head start assistant uh, scholarships for um it, it is going to um be able to assist them, you know, because you know uh, some of those children are from humble beginnings, and you know, and and really need the support. Um, so there's a couple of things that we're we're looking at doing down there. I mean, uh, trying to get the uh, that that desk, the the desk initiative. I spoke to the gentleman this week um, about trying to instead of purchasing the desk, he was looking to see how we could build. Some of those desks, something familiar, similar to what uh, um, I know the gentleman on the MSNBC is doing with the uh, uh, There's a country in Africa that he does something with uh, kids in need of desks. That's what it, the Kind Foundation he calls it. So that's one thing that we'll, that needs to be done. And then there's a couple other initiatives down there, such as uh, uh, the Play Field. They're looking to also do something agriculture where they're planting uh products so that they they can use it in the canteen to to, to support the uh the the lunch and breakfast uh you no know, so there there's there's there there's quite a few things down there i mean um but it was it was a good experience for me um really wow. Uh, seeing the gratitude in, in in the eyes of those children, trust me, that really touched me. You know, um, wow. you take some things for granted until it really, you know, you come face to face with it. Then it's no you know, you know it's not uh it's not what you thought no more. It's reality, you know. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was, uh, <laughs> I ran into reality when I was down there. How do you put that, you know? <laughs> kind of ran into that but it, it, it was it was great it was a great thing
0: wow and 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 so i i know we're trying to um because of the success that we had and all of the the good things that came out of the first mission um i know that you're going back at the end of the month and we are trying to put uh, a little bigger package, uh, a little better help. So we're reaching out to folks uh, all from all round, walks of life um, to help us with the belly full, which is the the lunch program. We have the bus program as well. Um, we have the shoe program. Of course, um, the long-term thing is the, the bench or the desk initiative. Yeah, the bench or the um, desk, yeah. Yeah. And, um, but but, but one of the things
2: I can, I can mm-hmm. tell you, though, doctor, is that you start small. But when you're doing anything that is for for the the, the benefit of others, it, it it will just snowball. It will it will it, it
1: mm-hmm. is
2: it starts like a little flicker and it will turn into a flame and then it will just start blazing. So um, I, I I see the initial initiative as uh, it may have been small but it was it was well uh well accepted. You know, so I, that that much beautiful. I can say, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: I know KP that, that you know, KP, um, it was a Jamaican, you know what there's no one about it to know. <laughs> 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 but we yeah, have put Honorabro Honor Jamaica, you know, for the time you know. But um, KB, we definitely I, I know in time, as um, as HB mentioned, you know, once we get into the burning fire there, we are definitely going to have a tour down at that school eventually, and so you'll be able to get first hand of what's going on there and and, and get an idea of. How um your initiative really impact lives, and because really they these kind of initiatives change lives. It's not just a little something that um you know a passing thing. this is long term if they can have a chain reaction um eventually. So um, I, I know you don't have to be coached into going to Jamaica because I know personally you wanted to be good for a while anyway.
3: Yeah, that'd be nice. I actually saw Hopeton on um, on Facebook on a video with a, a girl, a little girl, was giving a speech, like a thank you speech. Well, I was really impressed. Uh, I could just tell how ah. like, sincere she was, um, how she was talking and. You know, very well spoken. I was, I was highly impressed. Uh, like, you know, big up to you, Houghton Definitely, uh for going over there and doing your thing. And yeah. everybody, yeah, I'm just trying to like just give back a little bit, and you know, hopefully, like he said, it'll snowball and have some bigger things. Uh, j- job willing, you know? Yeah,
0: job okay. willing, um, tell, tell the folks again, um, venue, what the show is going to be like, who's going to be there, how they can get. Um, Get to the that that the, this is the big roots reggae street festival. Yeah, give us a little bit more for those people who are just joining us.
3: Yeah, it's in Hampton, Virginia. It's at Marker 20 outside on the deck and surrounding streets. Two reggae bands on Independence Day. We're just paying respects to the music and trying to give back as well. So um the proceeds will go go to a Crescent. Uh, I'll probably have like a, you know, bucket around there, but I, I, I'm i not too pushy a person, so I'll probably set it out because I don't want to put any too much pressure on people. So if they want to put something in there, something to them, and maybe they if they can't, they can't. So um, we'll be out there from uh, 9 o'clock to 1 a.m. Um, nice vibes out there, good people. It's right on the Chesapeake Bay. So come one, yeah. come all, stop by and enjoy yourself.
0: I hear you. I hear you. Definitely. So, folks, who are here at 21 East Queensway, Hampton, Virginia. In the background, we have a nice piece of music there playing the pure Don Carlos, Pastor Don Carlos piece there. A dub version of it. So, I mean, you may hear the music in the background, so you can uh, kind of understand the kind of music that you're going to be. The original roots music, for those of you who know Don Carlos, you know, this is that one of the originator That's the historian. Uh, that, that's the man who bring up a whole lot of the history um, in an academic way as well, to um, uh, gone across the world to give a lot of speeches at museums and all of that stuff. Well, one one heck of a man in terms of the reggae music, uh, Mr. Don Carlos, wherever you are, big up to you. So it is uh, on the 6th of August, which so happens to be Jamaican Independent Day, we just passed emancipation day a couple of days and um, you know I was saying on my Facebook today we have a Jamaican athlete doing extremely well at the Olympics but I was talking to a friend of mine and I said well we both concur that hey these guys are fast, and Bolt maybe uh, was the fastest man at one time. I, mean, I think that, that record may have shattered at some point, maybe this year. I'm not sure, but something. But that guy took rein and, and put Jamaica on the map in a different... Well, the Jamaican athletes in general. And I was listening to Asafa yeah. Powell, not in its entirety... Um, but the whole gist of this conversation, folks out there, we, we, we can get up and and we we are excited. We scream our hearts out when we see these athletes doing well. But unfortunately for Jamaican athletes, just like a lot of Jamaican in the country, the resources are so limited. So... These athletes, although they are running and they are making such a a big splash and they warm your heart, when they go home, they have most of them have to go back to a nine to five job or not a job at all because they don't have a big company that sponsors them. So they can't be sitting around and just focusing on running. It's a dual thing. They have to support a family, those who have a family. And they have to have a commitment to to their country and to themselves as the sports. But they don't have the financial support. A lot of them don't have the financial support. I say that to say this, too. There are a lot of great Hussein bold out there. Oh, we could create some because there's no lack of talent. I also talk about, we talk about divers and not much black folks and divers, especially Caribbean folks. Let me tell you something. Where the ship park, you know, the water has to be of a certain depth. When you see six- and seven-year-olds diving those water. I mean, it's like somebody use a knife and cut the water. You don't have splashes. And what they do, what the sailors does, they used to throw the coins in the water, and they would dive. They're not diving with any assistance. These guys are going down, and they're grabbing these coins even before they hit water bottom, before they hit bottom. That's how good they are. Um, These guys don't have a pool where they get instruction. They're self-taught. These these guys are going where nitrogen exists. (laughs) Um, So you know once you get out to where nitrogen exists, you're almost gone. You're gone. So this is where these young children go. They don't have instruction. So can you imagine if they have the ability to be organized? Um, and get to where they can compete on a national level or compete, period. It's the same thing with the student. You have some brilliant student. I know I can know of myself when I was going to school. Certainly I I wasn't a brilliant one. I just had to work really, really, really tough and hard. Um, you know, getting to school barefooted, not having much to eat. Uh, Maybe if I had something to eat, I maybe would be smart.
1: (laughs) Um, We just never
0: know. And I'm laughing at this, but it's not a laughing matter. There are folks out there who have so much talent um, that, but, because they don't have lunch money, they don't have a bus here because there's no yellow bus, there's no mom and dad who pick up the child and drop her off to school. Because most people don't have that kind of a luxury of a transportation to drop off and pick up their kids. Certainly not the yellow bus. So you go on a cab or the regular bus. And for you to go on the cab or the regular bus to have your fare, it is not free. So if a mom has two, three children and she's barely doing um, work um, or the work is limited in terms of finances, you have three children for lunch, three children for bus fare. Somebody one of the day is going to have to possibly um, give up if they're not close to school where they can walk. And this is where your gift, for those of you who are listening into the show, this is where your gift comes in. This is where your generosity comes in. This is where your heart and your soul comes in. To help to build a better generation, a better country, because you know what? We're all intertwined. So we helping somebody in Jamaica or in the Far East or here that is not directly related to us. We're still helping ourselves, because if somebody is where got an education where they don't have to do certain things in order to survive because the essence of life is survival, and you will do anything to survive. That's, That's something beyond our control at times. So if these children, young children, know of a hunker this or a hunker KP or a hunker HB who who cares about them. Do you understand how much that that child would put an effort to be all they can be? And do you know the kind of way how we will change lives and change this world and be better citizens all over? It's true, generous gifts an offer like a KP. That wasn't even my accent. That wasn't my prodding. He just came forward and just said, hey, you know what, Uh, let's do this. So I want to honor you this evening. And this is not your first time honoring uh, you have been doing this through Palace Program, our other scholarship program. So I want to honor you this evening for your effort in reaching out to a total stranger, um, in a sense Through the connection of culture And that culture here That pulls you in Is the music And that vibration of the music Vibrate your heart musically And generously That you can find it somewhere A string and play some music For some child somewhere in the distant And have them laugh and smile and sometimes laughing in tears because they are so grateful for the sound that you send forward and say, here, here's a gift. And they're saying thank you with the laughter and smile on their face and the gratitude. Sometimes if you could get a chance to capture that, You've captured life itself and our own existence of being here. So for those people who are out there wary, a lot of times some of us have to make a sacrifice to really give forward because we ourselves are impacted by a lot of things. But sometimes if you look around and see how many things we've wasted and You cannot sometimes see that until you have been to some place where you see people have need, real need. Sometimes some lady says, oh, I don't have any shoes to wear. I'm going to a party. I don't have a dress to wear. Really? And you have a closet that is overflown. Maybe what you should say differently is that I don't have a shoe in my closet that I feel like I want to wear to this here party or a dress that I feel I want to wear to this party. When you say you don't have, come to some people in the country, some other country. When somebody say they don't have a shoes, look at their feet and see the roughness, the the, the roughness. Or you see their ten toes spreading out on the floor, meaning they really don't have a shoes. When you see a young child and say, boy, I don't have his shoes, all the shoes that he has is a, a, a size less than his foot that he kind of curl it up inside of there because that's what he has. I can tell you, because I usually go to school barefooted. I can tell you because I was hungry. Sometimes I say I'm hungry and I have to take it back because I know the times when I was hungry. When you hear children at school say so they're hungry, you hear their belly literally making what sounds that you call we call the belly a roll. You have to turn around and look. Them say a worm in your belly. a move and I make noise. That's uh, being hungry. And the corner of your mouth is white. You call it white score. That is hungry. And when I say hungry, meaning that you never had breakfast, you never had lunch, you never had dinner, and maybe you never had breakfast the day before, and now you're back at school. That is hunger. Now, if you haven't felt those hunger pains, you really don't understand what hunger is. If you never had no shoes and you had to walk, on those gravel and even a bottle stuck up in your your foot and you had to sit down and use a pin to pick out that splinter, then you don't know what it is not to have a shoe. If you have one little shoes and a, uh, one little pants and a shirt, literally, and you have to wash that all every other night to make sure that you're clean the following day, then you don't know what not to have a dress. Sometimes we have too much. And yet still we say we have nothing when you have a closet full. And a lot of times we say we don't have to give. And you you just pull your refrigerator out and have about $50, dollars worth of food. You have... Um, there that, oh, I don't want that. This was there from yesterday or today. You throw it out. You throw the box of milk. You throw off this. You throw that. Throw some vegetables because you, you, you really wasn't hungry to eat them. I'm not really preaching to anyone, but I'm just trying to explain not having. And sometimes it's difficult to understand when somebody says they don't have, because a lot of time. We who have want to get judgmental. So, well, I mean, if you didn't have, why did you have these children? You know, that's not my responsibility. You know what? In a sense, yes, because those children, if they don't get an opportunity, you're not going to live in peace, no matter where across the world you are. So this is why when we have partnership with a, a KP, which is, across the other side of the world, then we're building a better world. When we talk about love, when we talk about sharing, that's what love is. That's what love is. You don't have to have, look at something, getting it directly back something. You just have to just know that somebody is surviving because you dare to care. So folks, I, 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 I know I've said a lot, but um, I, I'm in divine company. I, I'm a KP um, would not only reach out to Crescent, but reach out to his community. Um, we talk about reaching out to even musician who he knows, because of the histories collected about this great music and these great people, that some of these original musicians, and this is how he thinks that, hey, I am going to be the one who say, you know what, you're honored. I'm going to dig you out. You're 77 or 88, but you still have a voice. You still make a difference. And I'm going to take you to a festival when probably no one would Remember that you even exist, and I'm going to make you shine, and I'm going to introduce you to these new people, and hopefully that you'll have a new set of fans, and these set of fans will have an appreciation for the roots and the groundation of the music. That's what love is all about. You have a HB who will reach across Jamaica with his Read Across Jamaica missionary and go up into the bushes and present a little child with a book. I remember today the first book I get over how many, how many decades ago. The first book. I don't remember any other one. But a book is so important. A lot of us don't get a chance to own a book. A lot of us don't get a chance because we don't have a big, flowing library next door that you can pop in and get a book. We don't. Some of us don't read very well, not because you don't have the capability, but we never get the exposure. But there is hope. There is light in the mission of a KP, in the mission of a HB, in the mission of CRS Radio, and all of those, in the mission of a Terry Reed. Um, who reaches out in the mission of a ruler Brown who over 11 years? We have gotten together, Palace Foundation that helps so many students who otherwise would have had extreme difficulties. I'm going to give you a little story and then I'm going to cut it here for a while. Um, there was I heard the story of a young man and and maybe um, HB probably could better tell the story. Um, a young man who we had a physician that we helped who was sleep, sleeping under the step at university. Dr. Yemela Edwards. Now he's doing surgery, sleeping under the step to the university campus. Don't have books. Don't have lunch money. what we talk about hungry, got bed. When can't get in like a bathroom and sleeping under the step. Police come and saw this guy. I believe he's a just little rogue person. Um, had to trying to kick him off his of campus and maybe take him to jail and he'd pull out his idea and say, Hey I'm a, a citizen here. I don't have the bus fare to go home. So I'm sleeping under here. This is where I sleep. where well, we heard about this doctor and he never have book, he never have a him not have telephone, he no live nowhere, literally. And this guy, his mother was selling in the market, I mean, stricken by diabetes, eventually had a leg amputated, and eventually she lost the fight with diabetes. I mean, she had six children, I think. So we got a hold of that. And today this young man is studying surgery in London. Not only that. Um, somebody from the organization, a member from the organization, was in Jamaica, had an accident. And the physician at the time he was in Jamaica, physician that was called to his attendant guess who? Yamile Edwards, Dr. Yamile Edwards. And he was there trying to figure out where did I know that name from, the guy on the, you know, trying to get the system. Where did I know? Oh, Yamile Edwards, one of the students that we helped. That you just don't help somebody to be some to be a physician to be a help to you, so that's how powerful that lesson is. That's how he wouldn't have known that he would have come to his help because we helped him to be there at that point. Because if we didn't help, he sure wouldn't have the opportunity to finish what he was doing to accomplish what his dreams were. So this is what we're doing. We're building lives. We're building dreams. And every little bit of effort, a KP doing a regular festival helps. No matter what, if we get a dollar collected in Jamaica, a dollar means money. A dollar means another opportunity. You know, a uh, uh, HB going to Jamaica, looking in those student eyes, and they looking back and say, hey, this stranger come here to give me a couple of hundred dollars. And a mom staring down and bawling, hey, I did not know what I was going to do. You guys don't know what you have done for me and my child. So... I am not pleading, I'm just telling you guys how powerful generosity can be and how far we can reach folks and how just reaching out to folks can change their lives hence change our lives. And so we have a better world. Uh, we started with the song Imagine, and if you can just imagine how impacting your little action can be then we're in for a change world. Mr. K.P., uh, I've said a hell of a lot of things. Um, 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 H.P., I I know, said a hell of a whole lot. So
1: kind of just
0: wrap it up for us when you're going back to Jamaica, how how things are going to be your next going down and what you have to offer.
2: Well, I'm I'm going down in uh, the end of the month. End of this month, going down the end of the month, of course I'm gonna make a uh another visit to, to to Crescent. Um and um hopefully we have a couple more scholarships that we can bring down, but um mm-hmm. wanna start um sowing the seeds of uh, some of the other projects that's down there such as the uh the computer lab. I'm getting somebody to go in and 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 check out all of those computers to see if they're even repairable. Um, okay. Then, so that's that that's that's one of the things. The desk, of course, I'm looking at that meeting with that gentleman to see what it's going to take if we can make some of those desks. If not, to see how we can source it because I saw a place down there that we may be able to just source the desk. Um, but I gotta look mm-hmm. to see whether or not, if that's feasible. If it's which which one is more uh, cost effective, you know, cost
0: effective, um, yeah. you know, and and
2: and 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 then just um, trying to get something structured where um, folks can reach also reach directly. I mean, if, like, I mean, if they want to support, how, how can they? Just to make sure that it's now streamlined that. You know we don't have to you don't have to walk everybody that wants to uh give a donation walk yeah. them through the process uh, there's gotta be a way in which it can be more streamlined um where maybe mm-hmm. if they had something where you just go you you give a you give a, you click the link you you give a donation um okay. you you get you get you get a receipt or whatever or or something you know um but yeah. you know so kind of uh, that 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 is, I mean, so I said in in the next three to four months, um, we're we're gonna have to just uh, uh, keep keep our feet on the pedal, right? <laughs> and just keep moving, you know, and and that's a good thing. But uh, I also want to take the time to wish KP uh, good luck on the event. Um, not going to be able to make it. <laughs> I wish I I was able to make it, but I am not going to be able to make it being you know, on this side of the uh, uh, of the country. But um, you know, well, I mean, are, are you are you are, are, is it going to be streamed or uh, is there any uh, any streaming? Gonna, is that going to happen, KP? I
0: am not. I'm not sure um, it will be streamed. Um, okay. he's trying to get back himself here. Um, I'm not sure it will be stream possible there's gonna be some kind of recording um about oh, okay. it. Um about but um, I- I'm not sure if it's gonna be streaming live. Um okay. alright okay. I'm gonna be streaming live, but um something something is going to be there. Uh, we All have right. a couple of minutes. KP, kind of wrap it up for us. You know, I know I took a lot of your time there, but um, just, just wrap it up for us. Let us know what's going to go on coming August 6th.
3: Yeah, um, this Friday, like I said, two bands uh, playing at Marker 20 in downtown. Had a beautiful setting on the Chesapeake Bay outdoors. You got a little freedom to move around. Uh, if you worried about you know the coronavirus resurfacing, I mean there is uh lots of space out there it's not too overcrowded um a smaller event, but' to a good cause as well um, basically, that's it. I said, hope to see you out there it's free uh just come on in, rocking come in, and uh just enjoy yourself.
0: No, Kathy, I know, well, this is going to be at 21 East Queensway, Hampton, Virginia, 26339, August 6th, and it's going to be, you have a little bit of um, the club setting, but most of it probably spill out in the street, which is a good thing. To uh, Have some social distances But we're talking about August This is just almost In the middle of summer For some people because the heat is kind of Cooling down Um, Anything um, For the next couple of months after this
3: Um Not that I mean I'm I'm really just kind of hanging out With this band kind of like Guiding them and enjoying it And um you know, just witnessing, you know, the shows, just being there. So, like, I don't know. I mean, it might be a festival next year, I'm sure. But, like, as far as the next couple months, I mean, there could be something coming up. It's not mm-hmm. Nothing really solid in the world. Nothing major. <laughs> okay. Just as bad. What about I mean, online
0: as bad? streaming? Yeah. Are we going to HBO just asked the second Um, whether or not this show is going to be streamed online since we have all of this technology now. Uh, um, Remember, I mean, years ago we were trying. It is so funny. We were trying to stream the festival uh, as they were happening years ago. Now this is the normal thing. Are we going to be streaming this as it's happening, um, the festival happening for those who are not there?
3: Um, I mean, I would like to do that. I, I mean, I haven't really uh made plans to do that but i i mean i could i mean it wouldn't be the greatest stream but i think it'd still be decent i could maybe stream some on uh caribbean radio show maybe maybe that'd be a good idea i could just log in i could log in somehow absolutely absolutely
0: wow that would be absolutely wonderful so maybe there's something that that we really could talk about
3: yeah my phone is pretty decent too it's not bad i mean i got the iPhone or whatever Qualities. I mean, it's not like world class by any means, but it's something. You know, something's better than nothing. It sounds pretty decent. So it's definitely possible. Oh, nice. Nice, nice.
0: Well, uh, this is something that we can talk on the other side of the mic. KP, I um, want to bless and big you up on all those people at 757HD. Um, I hear a man, I want to thank you so much for joining us um, and just giving up all of that update of what's going on in Jamaica and with your program. Thank you guys so, so much. And for all of you guys out there, remember, 21 East, Queensway, Hampton, Virginia, and it is. 26339, um, August 6th, the big, big Root Street Reggae Festival. Thank you guys so much. I'm going to take us out to Lion Bridge, a little bit of that coming up right here on the show. Thanks so
1: much
4: for logging in. Thanks so much for chatting. Yeah, the second part is original. It's
1: all John Fight. I wrote it last year. It's about fighting against oppression, you know?
4: Against Babylon.